Welcome to The Power of Faith with David Hathaway. In this episode, David continues his Bible study from the book of James. Writing in chapter 2, James says, What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith, but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds and I will show you my faith by my deeds. The faith you have will be demonstrated by the life you live. Our born-again experience must be evidenced by obedience to the Word of God. We should have such a reverential fear of the Lord that our greatest desire is to please Him. Now, please join David as he ministers today's Word. And then in verse 10 he goes on to something even stronger. And this is something which, yes, I was very much aware of in my younger days growing up, because what he says here is, whoever will keep the law, the whole law, but offend in one point, becomes then guilty of the whole law. Now, this is a very, very strong statement, but in actual fact, it is true that I I grew up with this. I was fully aware of this in, in, in my early Christian days, that the, the Bible is very clear saying that if you break even one simple law, you become a lawbreaker and a sinner. The sinner is not just, and it goes on to say, is not just the adulterer, the murderer, and so on, but even if you say, if you hear, if you have a wrong respect of people, that breaks the law. And it means also that if you're untruthful, oh, oh yes, you look at the, you've only got to read the Ten Commandments. Um, uh, and the danger of bearing false witness, which is lying, it's stealing, that's lying. So the thief or the liar is as guilty as the murderer and the adulterer. Oof. That's why the scripture does actually say very, very carefully, don't judge one another, because we, we have to speak and be very careful because God is the judge, and we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. And then he goes on with this condemnation, and you have to come on to verse um, verse 15, uh, verse 14, because what does it profit, brethren? Though you say that you have faith, and yet you don't have works, can faith save him? Now, this is an extremely controversial part of Scripture because we believe that we're saved by faith, 
faith alone, not by works. Now, you've really got to read this and understand what it's saying. Now, let me leave out uh, the bit where it says uh, that if a brother or sister is naked or destitute and you just simply say to them, be comforted and be warmed and so on, and you don't give them practical help, then it doesn't profit. But the illustration is very, very simple that if you have faith in God, the life that you live should demonstrate that faith in a practical way. Because he goes on to say, one man can say, yes, I've got faith. Another one will say, I, 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 I do the work as a Christian. And then the answer is, demonstrate, show your faith by the way you live. And I will show my faith by the way that I live. This, this is a tremendous challenge that, uh, of the link between the practical and the, the theoretical, the link between the faith and the actions. In other words, James is very, very strong. You are not saved by works alone because we're saved by faith in God and faith in the, the atonement of Christ. Our faith is that Christ died for us on a cross, paid the price of our sin. So although, as in the first part, we may be lawbreakers, not because we're murderers or not because we're, we're adulterers, not because we've committed some major crime, but even in the smallest, if we have broken one iota of the law, we are guilty of the whole. And that's why by faith we believe Christ died for us. The old sinful nature is dead and we're born again by faith into the kingdom of God. That can only happen by faith. It can't happen any other way. You can't. <laughs> the, the rich ruler who came to Jesus says, how can a man be born again? We can not be born again in the natural, it's in the spiritual. But when we have that new birth, that Christian faith, then the life we live must demonstrate the faith that we have. You know, I cannot make this point strongly enough. The life that we live must demonstrate obedience to the word of God. Then he goes on in verse 19. <laughs> he says, you believe that there's one true God. And this, again, is, is something that needs to be emphasized. He says, you believe in God, but the devil believes in God. <laughs> this, is, this is a very interesting and a very strange saying. But isn't it true? Verse 19, you believe that there is a God. And you do well. But the devils also believe. But they tremble in fear of God. Now what is the difference? What he's really showing that the devils fear because they believe in God. And if we believe in God, we should be afraid. And you know, when I was growing up as a young man, I had to come to terms with this, this expression of fear of God. I fear God. 
But I don't fear God being afraid of him in that sense. I fear to displease him. And in marriage with the husband and the wife, if uh, the husband loves his wife, he doesn't want to displease his wife. He has a fear that he might offend her. The wife's the same. Do you understand? If we love God, if we belong to God, the fear is not being afraid of him, but it's a fear of displeasing him that we must obey him. We started this year at full speed. During January, David ministered in Ukraine. The only way was to fly to Poland, then go by car across the Polish and Ukrainian borders. David prayed with the displaced, met with government and military officials, and preached Jesus to the hurting. In this new year, we are expecting to do more than in previous years. We need your support more than ever. To fulfill all that God has put in David's heart will necessitate much prayer and financial support. Thank you for continuing to support our relief work in Ukraine. Our staff continue to provide humanitarian and spiritual aid. To support our ministry, visit our website, eurovision.org.uk forward slash donation. Thank you for listening to the Power of Faith broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with God. David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support of so many people. For details on our evangelism and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.uk. Thank you again for listening.